Hello and welcome everyone. Once again, it's time to talk sports with you and us on the Walnut Sports Network on our weekly podcast. You can find all of our episodes, including this one, on Spotify or Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Oh, probably, yeah. I'm yeah, that's I'm the one. I, sure, but yeah. Yep. Yes, Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not Apple. Shopify. Maybe you're thinking Shopify. I was thinking like. Shopify. Yeah. Now you made me second guess for a second. Why would you second guess that? <laughs> oh, that's why. Boom. Just resolved, people. We yep. got it. We're but, on. And you can also find our shop that is run through hey. Shopify <laughs> on WaldenSportsNetwork.com. And you can hit us up on the X machine at WSN Weekly. So this week... Oh, and don't, lest I forget to introduce ourselves, gentlemen. Who's here? Yeah, my name is Jason. This here is Polly. How's it going, everyone? And we have been over here. What's up, everybody? And we're here to talk some sports with you for the next hour or so. So, how are you guys feeling this uh, fine January day? I, uh, I just don't care about football anymore like i used to for obvious reasons <laughs> how are you guys feeling um i'm feeling uh good because i have my three-day weekend coming up so that's uh real nice but uh football wise um i'm definitely a lions fan this sunday <laughs> uh we'll get to obviously into the uh details but i thought the packers had that game i really did and then they didn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good, all, all you gotta think is a good outlook paulie oh over oh exactly overall, never supposed to, never should have been there right right Futures over, overall real good. the nfc should be terrified of what this packers team can be in a couple of years that's 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 my oh, overall year, thought. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> no i said i said a couple of years i gave it two years so two or three years so but i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling great like you said, Ben, we should never should have been here. It was a fantastic game. I loved watching that game. That was the most. I don't want to. I don't know if the word is fun, but God, that was a cool game to watch. How are you feeling, Ben? Overall, sports wise. I mean, I feel like. A lot of stuff has happened in Wisconsin sports lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big should, news: uh, basketball, should, should, should football. We get, should we get into it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we'll, we'll even we'll even like football real quickly. You know, just even kind of Joe Barry fell between the cracks because of what else is happening in Wisconsin sports right now with Bucks mm-hmm. and whatnot. But yeah, I just thought that was a. I just remember like last couple of days watching like ESPN in the background or whatever, just seeing the red thing come up at the bottom, breaking news. And it was always something Wisconsin. Yeah. Joe Barry gets fired. Yeah. You know, it, Griff gets fired. Doc Griff, you know, all these things. So I was like, it just seemed weird. Like every time I mean, on, this, on ESPN, so, so, it's Wisconsin. Wow. It's nuts. 
so quick, is it is there any surprise to you that Barry got fired? I mean, I know no. he I know he no. coached a good game against the Niners, but I, I felt it was coming mid-season, so I knew it was coming. I'm surprised that Brandon Staley has an interview for this job at the Packers, but, I mean, that's a whole <laughs> other story we can talk about. But then Joe Barry interviewed for the Bears, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, feeling good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, when the future looks bright, Wisconsin sports, the, the Badgers are rolling. The, their Badgers yeah. are looking good. The yep. Marquette's looking good. Yeah, I, I did want to bring up, up Scotty. I did want to bring up, they just showed, uh, that was the first home-and-home uh, home sweep uh, for the Badgers against Michigan State since 2003. So, Dang. Yeah. Got to be right. your drinking age to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get into these headlines we've got from this past week. Wally? Let's talk about a little Kurt. Um, well, I guess we I guess we gotta start with uh Adrian Griffin uh getting canned uh as coach of the Bucks and they bring in Doc Rivers. At some point. Uh is is it not official official yet? Well, he's he will be there, but when is he coming? I Oh like, oh yeah. When yeah, is he yeah. showing up? Like when is this what is this show getting on the road? That's I mean, like that's that's what I'm waiting for. I mean, yeah. Joe ben, Joe's done, Joe Point needs on two games. So, uh, Ben, what is your in initial thought? Uh, I mean, Rivers hire. I I I love it, but I want to get your. I don't. Thought. I I don't have much to say about the Rivers hire yet. It's more of the firing of Adrian Griffin. Like to me, it's just it's a scapegoat. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. There's a problem with the defense. As a problem, I think it's it's ninety percent the defense is what the problem is for the Bucks right now. And firing Adrian Griffin and bringing in Doc Rivers to me doesn't change the makeup that much. I feel like of changing the defense. It's we need different players is what I think we need. We need some defensive players up there because we have the offensive firepower, but we just don't have that defense power. We we gave that away. That was part of the Dame trade. That we knew that was going to happen, but. It's yep. showing that that's a that's that's a big hole in the Dame. Dame's scoring, not necessarily, is going to make up for that. You know, twenty seventh ranked defense this month in January. So, I don't know. To me, yeah, bringing Doc Rivers great, but like he won a championship sixteen years ago with Boston. That's great, but you know he's been fired from everywhere else he's been since. So, it's like. Is this team going to get him a championship? Is he going to bring them back? Like, I don't know. It's just uh, – I don't know if Doc Rivers – he's probably the best coach that we can get out there since we did this, but is he going to make a huge change? I have no idea. I really have no idea. See, see the, 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 problem, the problem that I see is you – I completely agree with you. We've, we've got to bring in some defense players. Who is out there, A – and the Bucks have nothing to give up. You and give up Middleton. You give up. You have to give up something like that. I'm sorry. You have to. So if we you're don't. Giving, if you're giving up Middleton, who are you bringing in? You can probably bring an Alex Caruso type of package, maybe with another team too, a three-way team to get him and something else possibly. Uh, the maybe not defensively, but just to fill that void. 
Um, I mean, like, there's there's bigger players that you could package Bobby Portis and Pat Contenton. That's $20 million of salary to go get somebody. I mean, there's there's people out there. Um, not a lot, not many, you know, bigger names, but just like, you know, the PJ Tuckers of the world, the Marcus Smarts, you could go get him. There's, there's people out there, I guarantee that we could go find and bring in, but we'd have to trade some pretty big assets because we don't have any picks, you know, or anything like that right now. So you have to take the money and move it to find that player. I I think if you're going to make a move, I as much as I would hate to see Middleton leave, I think that's the move because if you do anything else and you're going to bring in something big, you're losing your bench depth. And I don't, I hate when teams do that. I, I don't want to see the Bucks do that. So I think if you're going to make a move, I think Middleton is the thing. Jason, do you want to get in on this? Yeah, I I mean, the you guys kind of hit everything I was going to say between the two of you. Like Doc Rivers is probably the best available guy to bring in. That's he just is. The Bucks already won their championship. So it's not like there's going to be this uh in uh, additional pressure of Doc can't win in the playoffs and neither can the Bucks or whatever. Like they just won a championship a couple of years ago, which is probably why they shouldn't have fired Coach Vaughn in the first place. But mm-hmm. like totally now, right. like now they're in this situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like now they're in this situation. So yeah, you bring in Doc Rivers. He's he's a tried and true. You know what you're gonna get out of him more or less. Yeah, maybe he'll get fired, but he'll keep the ship afloat until you can find a, maybe not a better captain. Because it's not like Doc Rivers is a bad coach or anything, but maybe a more suitable captain, something a little more tailored to your dynasty. Like the Bucks don't feel like a Doc Rivers franchise to me, which makes it seem weird. But even though he's from, like, played Milwaukee, that's the weird thing too is his his numbers in the rafters, you know, from Marquette, and it's just oh, weird that right. he's I never been about that. That's, that's really reason why another reason why he came here is because why would you not come quote unquote home? Your name is up there, man. Like why not? Oh, you know, and you get to okay. you get to coach two of the top NBA seventy five most you know best players of all time. Why would you not do it? So yeah, I think. I think that had a big thing too. Is Milwaukee has something sacred to his heart, is because he played there and won a championship. So yeah, I didn't realize that. Cause that's uh, interesting yeah. to know. Huh, look at that. I I I actually forgot about that too. But oh yeah, I went to Marquette basketball camp every summer when I was a kid. <laughs> you were always you well, I've met Doc Rivers a couple of times, but you always were reminded because the gyms always had those retired numbers in there too. So. Him and Al McGuire and a bunch, you know, a couple others too are in there. So, and now D Wade, he's in there as well. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, yeah, it's, like it's the best, best, best coach we could get right now. We'll mm-hmm. see. All right. Uh, what else we got going on? Other, other news. We got a couple more uh, NBA things. Uh, I did want to mention Luca just scored 73 Mm -hmm. uh ties wilt for the fourth most of all time obviously wilt's got the 100 burger uh kobe's got the 81 
Uh, do you guys know off the top of your head who's the third one? I I forget. Not off the top for, of my head, no. For what? Wilt? Kobe. Wilt, Kobe, and then there's one other in between. It's not MJ. No, no uh, MJ got 69. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this thing in front of me will tell us. I guarantee who that person was. Let me look here. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it was it Booker with seventy four? Didn't that just happen within the last year? Um, he did score. Uh, was it that? Yeah, it had to been. Was it that much? I don't remember. I'm gonna look it up here. Well, if seventy three is fourth or tied for fourth, then it's got to be seventy four or more. Uh, NBA single game leaders and records for points. It's Wilt with a hundred. Oh, you guys are gonna be so upset. It's Wilt with a hundred. Kobe with eighty-one. Wilt with seventy-eight. Oh, of course. <laughs> he of up. course. It was Wilt twice. Uh, Damian Lillard scored seventy-one. Uh, last year and Donovan Mitchell too. And Donovan Mitchell. Uh, also, Wilt Chamberlain scored seventy three twice. Uh, Wilt Ch- and seventy two once. Uh, one other person scored seventy three, uh, and that was David Thompson. Back in nineteen seventy eight. That's right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, Luca doesn't get on. Have to get on a treadmill now. It sounds like he's first seventy three. Yeah, it sounds that's like he's good. doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. He's a great. Right. He's a great NBA player, but sometimes it just it's comical how much he is. Like he's ten years old, but yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to uh, Luca for a fantastic game. Um, before we move on to the Australian Open, which is our one other news headline, um, something happened four years ago, and I want you guys to tell me what it was because uh, it was this fourth and twenty six. I hope one, I don't know. I hope no, one of that you was guys a long time ago, but that was twenty years ago, fourth oh. and twenty six. <laughs> is, it, no, is it pertaining at, to the, the like, saddest NBA get, or day in NBA era in history? I hope one of you guys get this. Four uh, years ago, the saddest. Hmm. John Wooden died. I have no idea. Uh, you don't understand was, my concept of time. Like four years ago it, is just an amorphous blob that also it, it includes was, everything it that was, was twenty death. years ago. <laughs> uh, Kobe, uh, Bean, Kobe Bean Bryant passed away. Oh, oh yeah, twenty twenty. That was. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I will always remember that because I will always remember where I was when I heard the news and. To me, it was the harbinger of that terrible, awful year that 2020 was. So Where were you, Polly? I was in our valet room at the Fox Cities Performing Arts Center, and it started, it started coming across our phones, and none of us believed it. 
And it took about 20 minutes. And then when ESPN confirmed it, we knew. So. Yep. <clears throat> we Black Bomb, but we lost that bit. It's a terrible day for sports and humanity, honestly. And so. obviously, we cannot forget about his daughter, Gianna. And oh, yeah. The, nine other people that also passed away that day but mm-hmm. yeah not four years ago today we lost the mamba dang r.i.p yeah. r.i.p um what i guess do you do you guys have uh a memory about kobe you want to share I never met him, so I'm, I couldn't really say. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I hated Kobe. Hated him. Hated him, hated him, hated him. But respected the shit out of him as a basketball player. Hated him. Hated him. Never wanted to have my team play him. The smugness, the cockiness. But guess what? He could back it up. So I respected mm-hmm. him. It's a lot of people. I love Jordan. A lot of people hate Jordan. But the same thing. They respect him. The same thing with Kobe. But he played, uh, didn't like him after he played. My, you know, feelings changed a little bit because he wasn't on the court, and I kind of see more as a, as the person instead of just a basketball player. But, yeah, when he played, oh, those Lakers teams, oh, couldn't stand him. But, yeah, top three, four, five basketball player of all time in my mind. So, Kobe was the real deal. Yeah. Jason, do you have a quick one for us? Uh, nothing specific. I mean, just his or game just was over, awesome. Overall like, thoughts of the, he's of the just man, the one player. of the one of those dudes. The rare combination of you know talent, uh, ambition, and like the, the yeah, you know the desire the to def- you know the the competition, like the aggression, like you didn't see you know whether he or Jordan or. LeBron is better. Like LeBron doesn't have that thing that Jordan and Kobe had. Like he just doesn't have it. And I, 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 th- I think those are the two players that are even comparable in that mm-hmm. category. I, I agree with you there. Yeah, I guess I to to me it was his eighty-one point game and then his. Farewell game, where Isn't that sixties farewell game. Yep, where yeah. he scored, where he got sixty, and I mean, it was it was a Kobe game. It was it was selfish, but <laughs> it was talent, and everyone knew that he was the every Laker that was on the court with him was going to feed him the ball every time down. But I guess those are my two thoughts. And then I guess the last one was his, his two championships um, with Gasol, because there was the question of whether he could do it without uh, Shaq. And he did it twice with Gasol. And that last uh, championship against the Lakers. The the game seven, the six for twenty four game, but he pulled it off at the end, and 
it was just quintessential Colby. Yeah, and Paul Gasol is a lot worse, honestly, than Shaq. So that's a big accomplishment to win to with him, too, I think, honestly. Especially, Paul was older in his career, too. But, yeah, yeah he pulled it off. Yeah, I don't like those years. But, he, like I said, he's amazing. Amazing basketball player. Yeah. Yep. So, rest in peace, uh, Kobe and Gianna and everyone that was on that helicopter. All right, we have one more news item for you guys because starting at 1.30 tonight or this morning, uh, Saturday, January 27th, we have the Women's Championship, uh, Sabalanka against uh Quan Zien again I'm probably Zing. butchering both but names. I don't know yeah <laughs> uh we have we have talked about this on the podcast in the past uh but that is the women's championship uh Coco Golf goes down in the semifinals so she made the semis, but will not play for the championship. And then on the men's side, we have Yannick Sinner versus Danielle Medvedev. Uh, Sinner taking down Djokovic, which is one of his very few losses he's had at the Australian Open. He has dominated in Australia. Uh, any, either of you guys have a quick thought, a prediction, uh, what it means for Djokovic going down? Well, I mean, I, I love it when Djokovic goes down. So yeah. that, was, that was a plus. <laughs> when I saw that go on ticker, I was like, take that, you fucker. Anyways, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You can tell I'm a huge fan. Uh, yeah. No, I thought I thought it was pretty. I, I can't believe Sinner really. I mean, he took three out of four. It was pretty impressive. He kind of dominated. Him, he absolutely. he did dominate. I mean, after two sets, six one six two, that is domination. Um, he just came. You know, he he won that third. So, um, yeah. I mean, does it take anything away from his legacy? No, he'll keep going, and he'll probably. Go on and win the next one, but it was uh, kind of surprising. I mean, for me, it was great. But, you know, a little surprising to see that he lost that one. So, um, what do you, you think, Jason? Yeah, I just – it, it was kind of refreshing, right? Like, yeah. it's – how do I put this? Like, I just get – every time it's like, oh, tennis, all right, there's a tennis tournament, and it's joking. Everybody's talking about Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about Djokovic every time. And I'm used to people talking about Djokovic and Federer and Nadal. Like, that's really what I'm used to. And now Federer's gone, long gone. And Nadal, I don't know if he's coming back. I don't know what's official with him yet. 
but I, th- I think I think he wants to try he's to play. coming back is what he said, but we don't. He, wa- he wants know. he wants to try to play the One French more year. at the very yeah. least. Yeah, finish it. Uh, yeah, we'll I can see. see that. But like, yeah, we're you know, so it's all just, and that's been going on for a little bit. So I'm just, I'm on a little uh, Novak Djokovic burnout here. So yeah, let's see somebody else get up in there. Let's see somebody else do some stuff. You've you've been very good, Joker. You're fine. You're not gonna get. I you're just not gonna get that uh, season slam you were looking for. But you'll be mm-hmm. fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. He'll 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 get he'll get a couple more before he hangs it up. But mm-hmm. uh, t- Tony and Mike on PTI that I just watched before we came on. Uh, between Sinner, Medvedev, Alcaraz, and Rublev, uh, the men's, the top of the men's are in very good shape. And they're all young guys. They're all under 25. And I I think this new age of men's tennis is going to be a lot of fun. I guess yeah, there's there's the next you know the next stars are there. Yep. Yep. We're seeing them right now. On, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then on the women's side, I, I, I think I think Savalanga is probably going to take it. Uh, uh, I don't know though. The women's side is always just so. Yeah, there's so many upsets all the time. It's so hard to say. It's very competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compared to men's, men's is yeah. very can be top heavy. So. Yeah. But if you uh, are up at one thirty and want to watch some <laughs> tennis, uh, or go to can... sleep and watch some tennis, you can do work in yeah. both ways. Yep. Very. Relaxing to hear that ball go back and forth. Just not the grunting. Yeah. I have I have definitely fallen asleep watching the Australian finals. Boom. But we will move on because we have a big show to talk about here. Jason, do you want to get us started? Yes, it's time for the Walnut Sports Network. NFL playoff review, preview, divisional conference championship edition. Yes, let's get it started. All right, we will go down the li- not quite down the li- down the list because uh, there is a game I want to save for last, but we will start with. Or do do you guys want to start with uh, uh, Harbaugh first before we get get to the games? I mean, we can mention he's the Chargers coach, and we can move on. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Yeah, he's way over there in the not teams in the playoffs. Yeah, and we'll see what happens in September. (laughs) But yes, he did Uh, in fact get hired as the Chargers head coach. Yeah. And yeah. he Morris is a Falcons coach. So there's some vacancies now filled. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that was that was <laughs> quick and easy. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm all harbogged out. All right, Paul. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just had to watch his We're conference talk about his brother. Run. We're gonna talk about his brother in like two minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about his brother right now. Actually, yep. See, here so, we go. Two um, Lamar two Jackson. Lamar Jackson. And the Ravens get a 34 to 10 victory against the surprising upstart Texans. Uh, CJ Stroud, uh, 175 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, the Ravens' defense kind of shut the Texans' offense down, but they have a very bright future. But the Ravens again are moving on Lamar with two rushing touchdowns 100 yards on the ground two passing touchdowns the presumptive MVP of the league this season uh Jason do you want to get us started what were your thoughts about the Ravens Ravens, uh doing work yeah I I thought it would be a little more competitive than that and, you know, Houston's defense did a pretty good job early trying to keep that game close by scoring some points. <laughs> but, but it, yeah, I, CJ Stroud really, I mean, he still looked pretty good, but like he really did look like a rookie in the playoffs against that, that, uh, man's, men's men of, uh, defense over there in Baltimore. And, you know, Lamar Jackson's just doing Lamar Jackson stuff. Doing, sorry, Lamar Jackson's doing healthy Lamar Jackson stuff. And that's, yeah, Texans just aren't equipped to deal with a playoff-ready Baltimore Ravens team. So, and that's what happened. That's pretty much to a T what happened. That's what I saw anyway. Ben, what did you think? I mean, I think you hit on the head, but I thought there might have been a game there in the beginning for a little bit. They were kind of holding their own Houston, and but then, yeah, just the Ravens took over. Lamar took over. Uh, you know, he again, he was doing without Andrews. Didn't even, you know, Isaiah Likely was in that game, just filling that spot in perfectly. I mean, mm-hmm. he was running all over the field. He was just doing Lamar things. You know, like Lamar MVP things, but this year it's you know that team is just stacked. Like the, those middle linebackers are probably the, the best fandom in football right now, um, and fun to watch. And again, it's just this Ravens defense. It doesn't matter what decade it is; they have they always have. It seems like at some point the most dominating defense. You know, so yeah, they're gonna, they're scary. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're scary good. Um, again, but the Texans—they're—they're they're on the up and up. They shocked the world this year, and it's only going to get better. So, uh, kind of like the Packers, somewhere they probably shouldn't have been this year, but they were. And like I said, they're going to going to be a powerhouse down the road. But Baltimore just proved that they're number one for a reason. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, he is gone. Okay, so 
He's. I mean, I'll I'll cobble together what I can out of that to make his segment. <laughs> yeah, I wide heard right, wide but... right. Right. Those are the the most like the words that Bills fans don't want to hear. That's what I yep. heard last. Right. Okay. Yep. yep. So like right, and the Bills just can't win anything, and I don't like the Bills. So I was okay with this <laughs> happening. I was like, I, I like smiled a little bit where they're like wide right again. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, that sounds right. I just like, <laughs> what if, year is it? Right. And 1990. If any, what? Oh no. There's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which year? <laughs> what year? Which yeah. one? <laughs> but like, uh, there's a guy, Joe Para. He's like a, comic kind of uh guy and he does this spoken word like thing about uh how the buffalo bills are his favorite franchise because like they'd always lose and then the the families could like go back to being together instead of torn apart by football and it's just (laughs) like it was it's just very hilarious and i love it so uh so that's how i feel about it i mean i believe i did pick the chiefs so you know i'm just (laughs) putting that out there no big deal and so there's that it's yeah it's nothing right but uh how did you feel about that game i mean otherwise i thought the chiefs played it you know as well as they could play yeah and you know it was a really good game anyway yeah it kept us entertainment i mean if you didn't even care who was winning or you hit both teams it was still like a good football game to watch um to me like so yeah wide right like yeah kind of at the end no surprise one of my favorite bands is now disbanded every time i die is from buffalo new york <laughs> and their opening music they come out to is the whole audio track of wide right so you know i'd be like wide right wide right like over and over the end of the day kicking their first song like that was the running joke like because they're like buffalo never wins like, yeah. <laughs> you know? so um so yeah that was surprising not surprising but like i thought like josh allen had a hell of a game a hell of a game like you know be- better than i thought it would have been like but the thing that stood out to me was like, okay, at the end of last year, when the Bills lost, who was the most pissed off player on the Bills? Do you remember? Uh, I believe it was Stefan Diggs. Yes. Stefan Diggs. Do you know his stats from that game? Oh, no, not off the top of my head. Oh, I do. <laughs> Three catches, 20 yards. Whew. That's a... And the worst part of it is, is at the end, he dropped that touchdown. Did mm. you see that? Mm-mm-mm. Dropped it. Just right dropped that hands. touchdown. Yep. And so I'm like, so the, and then at the end, refused to talk to media. <laughs> Weird. I wonder why he would do that. Yeah. But again, I'm like, for the guy who, the drama queen who walked off the field and basically had all this drama right after the end of the season last year and then remember in training camp, like when he didn't show up that one day and there's drama, like the whole world was going to explode and then it turned out to be nothing. But again, mm-hmm. a spike in drama. And then this, it's just like, this is the game you could have proved to Stefan Diggs. That this is, you know, the game you catch that touchdown, you go to the, that takes you to the AFC championship. You beat the Chiefs. Like you mm-hmm. can, that, that would have done it. And it didn't happen. And to me, it was just a big standout. Like, all that crying and bitching and you know like and like his i remember uh stefan Diggs' brother i don't know which which one because he has a couple i think in the nfl um 
but he tweeted, you know, something at the end of the year, like, remember Josh Allen was nothing until 14 mm. got there. And I'm just like, 14 just dropped the winning touchdown, you know, like, yeah, he like, had to find, Josh Allen had to find other people to throw to. Yes. That's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and then one of those catches, he, he fumbled the ball too, Diggs, you know, like, so it's just like, I thought that stood out too. Like you're at home. Like this is to me, like one of the last chances I think this team has, they're going to start disbanding because nothing's happening. You know, like mm-hmm. there's got to be change. You can't have this over and over and over. You cannot beat this one team or you beat yourselves or whatever. But yeah. Uh, I think the other thing too, is just the, the homes and the chiefs gutted it out. Like they, they're doing it again. Yep. Like it's if, like I, I think I said last. Yeah, like I said it. I think I said last week. If the Chiefs win it all this year, this is going to be the most impressive year ever for winning that for them winning a Super Bowl mm-hmm. because of, this was the most you know problematic things all year. Like this is the year. Like to prove. Like no, this is why I will be the goat by the end of this. Which he could be, honestly, Patrick. Mahomes right. Could be has, the goat. He has two people to throw to. Two two like that's it two like yep. that's it anybody else it's a it's a coin flip on whether it's, it's gonna a 50 work. 50 yeah so like yeah that's, that was very impressive too to go in that hostile environment to have all that talk of i can't win i've never played a playoff game you know on the road of, and going in there and winning so and now you gotta you know go play those ravens so mm-hmm. yeah i i was uh it was a good game and I picked the Bills to win because, I, again, I thought this is this is the best time. This is the this is the most momentum you've had going into it. You've been beating good teams, like, and then they'll just wide right, and that's it. So, I'm interested to see what happens because there'll be dominoes falling in Buffalo for sure this time. Oh yeah, that's you know, things. Mm. If you're Buffalo, like, you got to be kind of sick to your stomach. So things are if things don't like start disbanding they need to like they're going to make changes like one of those two things are going to happen right like they're just going to get people who are yeah, going to yes. resign or ask yeah. for trades or they're just going to like start moving pieces you can't keep it the way it is you got to move something around no not at all now you granted gotta, they, had some, they had some injuries matt milano going down yes a huge problem for that defense absolutely Trayvon white is a, a great yep. cornerback you know they, yes they have a lot of their the defense had some big holes that were not filled and couldn't be filled because they're out for the whole year but mm-hmm. again like you went and got russell douglas you know you had some you know like you went out and got some people to fill those spots this year and they filled in pretty damn good but like ugh, just uh Again, I know you're not a Bills fan because you know your team plays <laughs> yeah. them, but I want the Bills to win just because I feel so bad for them. I remember watching them in the '90s, and I wanted them to win pretty much all, mm-hmm. all those Super Bowls too, because the other team I hated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like so. It's just like, come on, guys, just win one, and then I don't, I don't care anymore. But no, stop. They're they're still too far away. I think I said last week too. Like this again does not make them a quote unquote top tier team anymore because they can't do it they get there and they fall apart it's like dallas you get you can only get so far and then you lose you cannot make it any farther so it's just like yep we'll see it'll be interesting there in buffalo Mm -hmm. 
Yes, it will. And so, like, okay, so that's the AFC. NFC, we can slide over to that side of the bracket. Uh, we'll see if we can. We'll wait till Paul for the Packers. Yeah. yeah. So we'll take a look at the other game, which was the uh, Lions hosting the Buccaneers. The Maker Bayfields couldn't mm-hmm. quite pull it off. I thought they were going to be able Made to it do damn it. Close. And yeah, they really, they really gave her gave, like that was a real game there. Uh, Lions ended up still winning and moving on to the NFC Championship game because they are. It turns out they're a pretty good team. Mm, if there were yep, any doubts are. at this point, like I think we're all right. I don't know how they're going to fare against the Niners, but we'll get to that. Uh, so, what did you? What were your takeaways from the? Uh, Buccaneers putting up a fight against the Lions. I mean, so to me, like the Lions, they look good all year, but there's been some weird games or some like question marks. Like, what happened there? Like, or and like, I feel like they should have lost that game against the Rams, but they won it. But they should have lost it. Um, and then this one, like, I was like, I could not believe how close it actually got at the end. Like. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, we saw a classic maker interception that, mm-hmm. you know, always ends the game. So, the old gunslinger. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, just like Fret Barb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe that they got that close. Um, so, again, to me, the, do- the Lions are good, but, like, they're not – they're not there yet. They're not like I don't think they're the top top team, and we'll get to that game in a little bit next week. But um, because I think their de- there's something their defense, their secondary is just not is not that good, and that's a big hole. But like I think like their de- their offense is pretty solid. I mean like Jared mm-hmm. just depends on Jared Goff. If Jared Goff has a good game, they're gonna probably win that game. If he has a bad game, then they're not. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to. It's not like they might not lose. They will not win the game. Um, but yeah, those, you know, Montgomery and Gibbs, those running backs, holy crap! And then yeah, Mon St. Brown, like all those guys, like they have weapons, like rookie of the year possibly, Laporta, like oh my god, like, uh, just craziness. So, um, I I guess I guess. I wasn't surprised the Lions won, but I was just surprised how close the Buccaneers got. What yeah. do you think? Well, and like I, I well was rooting for the Buccaneers, and I, I don't know. Of course, Baker Mayfield. I like. I mean, I don't know how good I think he is. I think he's a high floor, low ceiling guy, which is like you know what you're gonna get. He's not gonna get a whole lot better, but he's gonna be in the top 32 quarterbacks in the league at any given Every point year. in time. Like, he will be in there somewhere. He deserves to be a starter in the league. Whether he deserves to be considered one of the top 10 or the top 20, I don't know. He's probably I mean, he's probably in the, in the, like, 25, 26 range, maybe, I'm guessing. But he definitely deserves to be there. It's yeah. Just, well, real you, quick, I would love to look up and see – how many other players in a one-year span started started for four teams in the NFL quarterback? Because he did. He went Browns, Panthers, Rams, and Buccaneers, technically in one calendar year. Really? 
Yeah, think about it. He started in the Buccaneers, the Browns that year as a starter. He got traded to Carolina, or got dropped maybe. I think they cut him. Carolina picked him up. Then Matt Stafford goes down. Panthers drop him. He goes and starts for the Rams. And the Rams let him go after that. And then he goes and signs the Buccaneers. Starts for the Buccaneers. Who has started for she started for four teams at quarterback in a year. Right. That's insane. I'd say maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick might have done something wild like that. Yeah, because maybe he's like, like that. one of those dudes, but like But that's a crazy. Yeah. And yeah, that just goes like, to show, I'm just saying like, to prove your to prove your point. He is a starting quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL because he literally would start on all those teams. Yep. And I mean, it's not like he went in there and Brian hoarded it up. Like he went in there and was like, "Hey, I'm slinging this thing." Like it looks like he's playing for a job. Perfect every... game against the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I, mean, I mean, that's insane. I mean, he. Let's be fair. In Tampa Bay, he is throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Got, Those yeah, dudes he's got are like studs. Sure. So there is yes. that. He doesn't have have slouches out there. No, no, not at all. So it's fine. I think, you know, if they can keep that, I mean, if they can keep that going, I know that that whole division, that NFC South was a train wreck this year, but I think Mm -hmm. if they keep that going, they could win that. They could, so like they could absolutely win that division again and kind of make another run at this. So, that's it's interesting. I think maybe the Buccaneers are going to be that like fourth seed division winner for the next couple of years and kind of get the few shots at uh, causing some chaos in the playoffs. And depending on what Baker Mayfield shows up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. And he yeah. can I think he has room to tighten his game up a little bit too. So like, well, my thing was bit. like. He can be confident, but if he gets too confident, that's when he is like that's his demise. You know what I mean? Like it seems like when he gets like too just pumped and too like I don't know. I I can kind of see him in games like had those like especially when he's like I remember the Browns those four pick games. You're just like you need to settle down. You can literally see you're jumping out of your cleats, man. Like Mm -hmm. like. You're making the mistakes because you're just you're over the top. Like you better bring it back. And then I think the Buccaneers was just like this is a fresh start. No one expects me to do any fucking thing here. And then all of a sudden I'm I'm being I I'm one of the top quarterbacks, top ten quarterbacks right now or whatever it is. You know, like that's that's impressive. Like mm-hmm. I did not expect that at Baker Mayfield ever again. So kudos. Yeah. Uh... And yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is this will work out for a few years, and they'll mm-hmm. keep that whole thing rolling. Uh, well, I mean, want to yeah, this mean, Packer game too long here. Hopefully, Wally gets back in. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about the 49ers side of it if we want first. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like. Okay, so yeah, I mean the, the the Niners beat the Packers. It wasn't a huge surprise to a lot of people, most people, but I think what might have been surprising is just how well the Packers played in that game. Um mm-hmm. yeah. it was a rainstorm and you know, the Niners weren't playing all that well, particularly in the first half. But that's 
I mean, if you ask me, the Niners have been the best team in the league all year. I've been saying that for months. Yes, you said and, that forever. <laughs> and so, yeah, if they don't play well, this the other team, they're not bad enough when they don't play well that the other team can just get away with that. They also have to take advantage of that. And the Packers absolutely did. Like, they mm-hmm. had a lead in the fourth quarter against the Niners. That's crazy, dude. That's Crazy. Like until the last two minutes they had to leave. Mm-hmm. Like and like uh for me it comes it came down to two it came out well the the biggest thing obviously was San Francisco got their interceptions, we dropped our interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like to me that was huge. Like that was huge. Like at first half Brock Purdy, like I was that's that's the Brock Purdy I've been talking about all year. Is what that's not the quarterback who's an MVP. Like, who is he throwing it to? What is he doing? These are just errant throws. Like, what is happening? Like, oh, because he has a glove on. And I'm like, okay, like, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. The glove should not be – the glove makes you throw it to a guy in a white jersey? Mm. Like, because that doesn't make sense. Or overthrow a guy 30 yards? Like, it was yeah, so bad. No. Um, And then, so, yes, I, I guess sorry, my second point is going to be uh, when Debo went down – the Packers took advantage of that because yes. the 49ers crumbled. They didn't know what to do. You know, like they're running depot plays with people who are like, wait, I got to run this jet sweep? What? I don't want to do that. You know, like, I barely know that's, how. That's Debo. And I'm not running a 4-2 wherever, you know? Like, um, so, like, yeah, I just cannot believe that, uh, one, we were in that game the whole time, and two, like, uh, coming out of that second half – like Packers just dominated until the last two minutes, basically. You know, like it was unbelievable. So yeah, I'm I'm just proud that they got there, and uh, it's only gonna get better. And just on cue, I'm hoping we have another guy to talk about the old Packers losing the 49ers. Polly, hey, can you? Yeah, hey, we sure can. Yeah. All right. Hey, so we we're got... just yeah. Sorry, no, go ahead. Just, no, no, oh. please. I was just gonna say we were just talking about the we got through all the AFC games and the and the 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 Detroit uh, game, but we just were talking about the Packers. Jason just talked about 49ers and Packers a little bit, so did I. So we're it was perfect timing when you chimed in. So you wanna give your little recap about the Packers? Mm-hmm. Go for it. All right. Um yeah, again disappointing end to a great season if you would have told me we would have been ahead in the fourth quarter against the 49ers in the division round this season I would have called that a fantastic season the it is obviously a little disappointing because it looked like the Packers had that game in their hands. There was a few uh, mistakes. The, the missed field goal really hurt, obviously. The two dropped interceptions obviously hurt. And yeah. I think the last one that comes to my mind was... I think if we would have scored a touchdown on that 
opening drive instead of a field goal, the game would have looked a lot different. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I cannot be disappointed with getting to the division round, having a fantastic game against the 49ers. I, as a Packer fan, if you're complaining about that, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, and I guess my thought going forward is if they can, if they can, if they can get a few more offensive linemen, we'll see who they bring in. Did has it been announced who they brought in as a D coordinator? No, not no. at all. I'll okay, take a while. they're still taking interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then I think I think you have to draft a running back. Yes. At some point in the draft, mm-hmm. but. If this team can grow together, I think the rest of the NFC should be terrified of this team. Yeah. Just to I guess, oh, sorry. I guess ahead. that's my thought. Yeah. I was just going to say before you got on, what I said too is uh, it was a tale of, you know, 49ers getting their interceptions and us dropping our interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was the train back, and then uh, also too, I was just saying to Jason about um, when Samuel's when Debo Samuel's went down, it was a completely different game for the Packers. It was like pure oh, domination. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, I can't believe within you know two minutes left we had the lead and we lost. And it, and the funny thing is, there's more question marks about San Francisco than to talk about the Packers the next day, which I thought was great. This <laughs> is refreshing to hear. You know, like, um, yeah, future's bright. I, I agree exactly exactly what you said. O-line, draft running back, find somebody who can run that defense. Like, 10% better than Joe Barry, and I guarantee you'll thrive. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how bad I think Joe Barry's been. 10% more Joe Barry, they can just – it'll be fine. It can run itself. I, I, so. I, th- I think you have to bring they, – they already have, I believe, brought in competition for uh, – uh, Anders Carlson, but yeah, they did the Georgia kicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, from last year. So, yep, bring him in. You gotta. Yep, but uh, yeah, I, I, I have no. I mean, like I said, if you would have told me before a season that that's where we would have been, I will want live with that one hundred percent of the time. So. All right. Um, anything else we have to add before we move on to the championship round? No. No. Take us, take us away. All right. So the first game, we have the AFC up first. We have the Kansas City Chiefs going to Baltimore. Ben, I'll start with you. What's your initial thought about that game? And I guess if we'll we'll talk about it next week if you don't want to quite pick a winner yet, but what's just your initial thought about that game? Well, my initial thought is 
mean, the Ravens should handle their business and finally win and get back to the Super Bowl. That's my initial thought. But it's Patrick Mahomes, it's the Chiefs. You know, to me, unfortunately, you got to prove them wrong, right? Like, they've been there before. They they go there every year. Like, what is this, five straight or five or six, uh, six straight? Six straight. Six straight championship appearances? What the hell is going on? Um, so, it, it comes down to me is Lamar. What Lamar are we going to get? Lamar's been so good this year. You know, is he going to keep it up and just be that shredding Lamar, throwing and running? If he does that, they win. But, like, if he doesn't do that, if he doesn't have a perfect game, I have a feeling that the Chiefs are going to win that game. So, what about you, Jason? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, it's funny because the chiefs are the chiefs and like i remember having these this conversation uh, a couple 15 years ago maybe about a little guy named tom brady where every time he'd get there and it was like people be be like no not this year and nope actually yeah this year Mm -hmm. and every other year unless he was playing eli manning so (laughs) (laughs) so i just it's the chiefs man like baltimore is a stud right now they're just awesome and if they even if they get andrews back i I just i I should pick baltimore but i can't pick against the chiefs i haven't seen any reason to the way that they won that game against the bills i'm like nah, this team's for real Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid. Um, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a prediction till next week. But Jason, I'm pretty much with you on everything you said. Baltimore should win this game, but there is that Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs factor that. I don't know if I can bet against them. And Mark Andrews coming back for Baltimore, I think is going to be big. Kansas City doesn't have the offensive weapons that they have had in the past, although that has kind of changed in the last month. I can't bet against the Chiefs. And again, I'm not making my official prediction yet, but. Well, it happens in two days, though, Polly. So you're going to make a prediction. (laughs) When are you going to make that prediction? (laughs) Oh, never mind. I'm. You can do it afterwards. People are going to be mad because it already happened. (laughs) Never mind. Um, I have to take the Chiefs on. I thought we had another week. Oh, yeah, two days. Yeah, I thought we had another week, but uh, no, I I have to take the Chiefs, son. I think it's right. going to be across the like board. A, sounds like I think it's going to be like a twenty-seven twenty-four kind of game, thirty to twenty-seven somewhere in there. But 
if Mahomes has the ball last, we saw what happened in the 13-second game. The Bills had that game won twice. Mm-hmm. I have to take the Chiefs. All right. So is that is that across the board then? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Jason All picked right. them too, so. All right. And then you there, Jason? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I had to get a quick oh, snack in. I was losing calories here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I'm like, sure. <laughs> I was like, everyone's dropping off like flies in this podcast. <laughs> All right. But our um, viewers are so suspenseful. When are they coming back? All right. <laughs> So, and then in the NFC, we have the Lions who won two home games in the playoffs for the first time since 1958, going out to Santa Clara to play the number one seed in the San Francisco 49ers, uh, Jason... What's your thought and prediction about what's going to happen Sunday night out in Santa Clara? Uh, I think the Niners are going to make the Lions look not quite as good as they have been. I think this. I think the Niners are. If they're going to handle them, I think, and it's almost gonna. It's going to be weird. I think because it's almost going to look like. The way that the nine, I think the Niners will win this game. They'll win by like two scores, probably. People will be like, "Oh, see, the Packers are better than the than the Lions." It's going to cause this whole thing. Just because now, I think the the Niners are revved up. They've warmed up. They've gotten off that bye week. They're ready. They they didn't look playoff ready for the for like almost three quarters of that last game. And then all of a sudden they looked like like then all of a sudden it was like oh there they are oh I don't know how to play football yeah <laughs> so I think of that they're gonna carry that into the next game and the Lions uh, they've had a good season and I'm sure they'll continue to have good seasons but I feel like they're kind of running into a a bit of a freight train here Ben what do you think. Yeah, I agree with you. The 49ers are going to win this. Um, I just look at all the sides, like offense, who has the advantage? 49ers. Because now Debo Samuel practice, so I think he's playing. He's in there. Offense advantage, Niners. Defense advantage, Niners for sure, too. Like you said, it was a warm-up game last week. You know, the Packers almost pulled it off. But I think that, I think that you know, the, the D-line, Probably the best D-line in all football, if you look. It has to be, right? If you look at the roster on there, if you have Chase Young and Bosa on the ends, right there, and then I think it's already the best. But they had zero sacks against the Packers last week. Zero. I think this week it's going to be headhunting. I know that line is good in the Lions, but they're going to be pissed off, have something to prove. Um, you know, Jared Goff has played completely perfect. You know, even have a shot at this. If they can stay healthy in the 49ers, it's, I, I think you're right. Two-score win. What do you think, Paulie? Are we completely wrong? Um, I am actually going to go in the opposite direction. I don't know if this compl- this is completely because I so want the Liner- Lions to win this game. I think they have a chance. I 
I think the way they're playing right now, the way Dan Campbell's going to have them prepared, the way Goff has played mistake-free football for the last six weeks, the offensive weapons they have, I think uh, Aiden Hutchinson is going to do some damage. I am actually going to take the Lions in this game. It might be a 21 to 18 kind of game, but I'm going to take the Lions in this one. All right. Okay. Yeah, why not? I mean, they are an explosive team. I might be completely wrong. They're going to play four quarters of football. Mm -hmm. Yep. I just just think they are ready for this moment. I think Dan Campbell's going to have them ready for this moment. I was just saying, I know you were not in for the other part of the game, but what I was saying the week before is that if Baker Mayfield almost beats you, that's scary to me. Uh, so that, at home, too. At home. I know, I know, and, I know. And that Rams game, the, the first – so they only played offense the first quarter, the first half. They didn't play anything the second half and almost lost that game again – or should have lost that game, honestly. It's one of those bad calls. So I – feel they're very lucky to even be here right now because they have scratched their way in compared to other teams. But, I mean, I, they could shock the world. I, I understand. That offense is explosive. Um, like I pro- said. Could like be I good. Said, is the weather can... supposed to be nice this time? Like, that's the other thing. It was such a sloppy game last weekend. Is it actually going to be, like, you know, uh, <laughs> good? From, from, what, from what I've seen, it's supposed to be fairly nice. Okay, uh, good. Low, low 60s, no kind of weather or anything like that all right good um like i said i could be completely wrong i just have i just have a feeling about this lions team i think well and you want the 49ers to suffer i get it yeah (laughs) all right um anything else we got to talk about this week and then we're gonna kind of brainstorm what we're going to talk about next week for you guys so you guys can have a little bit of a preview if you guys don't have anything else for football wise no i think we're good yeah, i think we're caught up okay we cap this thing off here yeah uh i think next week i think we said we're gonna do um the NBA, we're right? A, we're going to do that mid-season All-Star yeah, break we're gonna thing. Yeah, we're going to do a uh, little bit after mid-season uh, uh, basketball for the big show, and then we'll do a uh, championship uh, uh, re, uh, pre, uh, recap. And Super and Bowl then, preview, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we can... I think we could probably wait on that for a week, don't you think? Cause yeah, we well, yeah I suppose we can get it in next week or the week after for the Super Bowl. Yeah, what, what, a, whatever works. Uh, so definitely NBA next week. Uh, maybe yeah, we'll, a little, we'll do that, yeah. Maybe, maybe a little hockey and oh. then def- – Yeah, let's, let's do that. We'll do a little bit of hockey and then some NBA stuff because I know we're chomping at the bit to do hockey or to do uh, basketball that we haven't really been able to do. So let's do that. We'll, we'll save uh, the Super Bowl. I, well, obviously recap the championship games a little bit, but let's do, let's do that. Let's do some, 
uh, championship review, uh, a little bit of hockey, and then let's do some basketball for next week. That sounds good, right? Yeah, yeah. sounds fantastic. All right. Perfect. All right. So Jason, you want to sign us off? Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. Uh, we love you here at Walnut Sports Network. Don't forget to check out the website, walnutsportsnetwork.com. Take you to the podcast and uh, maybe more importantly to the Walnut Sports Network shop where you can get your coffee mugs and hoodies. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I sneezed there. Go out there and get that stuff. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Post make sure you everything. get out there. Yep. And uh, go on to the X machine, no, formerly known as Twitter, still known as Twitter, at WSN Weekly. What, let us whatever, know how you're whatever Jeff Bezos is doing. Elon. That's Musk. even. That's or, even uh, better. No, that's, no, that's Elon, even better. Say, that, yeah. no, just leave it that way. That's even better. Because who gives a shit what their names? Yeah, whatever <laughs> billionaires are doing these days. Yeah. So. Oh no, we lost that sponsorship, guys. Again, anyways. Rats. Oh well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in. We love you very much. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good one, guys. Take care, everybody.